podcast. That's the Behind the God podcast. I'm your host, Wade, and these gentlemen are... Uh, well... You, uh, no. What? No. Who am I? The one and only Cuddle Bear. Oh, I thought we were bringing this back, dude. What the uh, fuck? Keep bringing it back if you don't... No, I think it's still good. I, I, I'm trying I'm trying to look, you know... You gotta, you gotta stick to your gun. My, my ego is broken. Why don't why don't we re- give him a new name? By, by a dirty whore? No, no, God, no. <laughs> All right, I'll be Cuddlebear, but that really has to. Well, I, I just want to help. I know, you, um, I know. And of course, everybody's favorite uncle. I'm the rum guy. That's right, Uncle the Rum Guy. Oh yeah. So what's on, on fellers? Oh, you know, hot. Yes, it's too it's fucking hot, dude. It's a lot of hot. It's I rode my you. motorcycle today because I needed to take it out, and uh, did you get it lunch? I, huh? Did you buy it lunch? No, I bought myself uh, an Auntie Anne's pretzel, which is all I've eaten today. But oh wow! No, uh, no, but I took it out, and good God, it was so so hot. Like I, I wanted to take it out further, and you know, put it through its paces, and I was just like, no. Well, people don't realize when you're riding a bike how much heat's coming off that bitch. Oh, yeah, dude. Whew. I'm going to be honest with you. The heat from the bike ain't nothing. It's it's just like the Louisiana. From the yeah, it's it, it's the really, hot really hot, right? It's probably like 102, 103 today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad here. It was rough. So and Then it rained, and I lost power. Awesome. Man. Yeah, it was good times. God. That seems to happen a lot where you're from. Well, you know, you've been in Savannah, and no, you weren't here when it rained. I was. Yeah. It was beautiful. Wayne knows, so, I mean, when we get... When we <laughs> that get was actually in a recent episode, though, or, re, or, or a vault episode. Yeah, it oh. was, it was. The episode that we pulled out of the vault, it was uh, on there. That it was, was pretty uh, funny. Yeah, it was, uh, when it rains, no joke, it pours, and uh, it, it, it we're, we're below sea level here, so when it, I mean, we get a lot of flooding, so, of course, they... They, you know, get a lot of winds and we lose power. So that's just what happens. Right. Uh, that's, I mean, yeah. generators, everybody's got one except for, like, me, you know. Because <laughs> you prefer to, like, uh, build a furnace and, like, like shovel coal out. into it. Yeah, I do that. Oh, that's what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm not even a little bit shocked. No, not at all. Nope, that's how we heated the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't come for money. I didn't. I didn't come from money. Like, yeah. I didn't. I didn't come from modern times with electricity and <laughs> heaters. I just made it. I had to make my own oil candles. <laughs> However, y'all did it back then. We built a Take the Rob, did, did you have? Did you, did each room have like those old lamps like Ben Franklin used to use hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> And did, did you refer to your mother? Hello, mother. Mother. Mother, Actually, can you, can you uh, light the lamp? You said that. The, the, we had a Some more, please. chandelier in the living room that actually was an, an oil chandelier. You had to fill it with oil and I'm light not the saying, I'm not saying fire hazard at all, but fire hazard. Mm. Well, that's, that was, no, that was, sounds too simple. No, well, I, I, I envision rum on a ladder pouring oil into a chandelier, and at some point the ladder kind of falls out from under him, and he's, he latches onto the chandelier and the chandelier is swinging from side to side and the ceiling is cracking. My, my mother fell off and, and broke her ribs doing that. Way to kill the humor in that story, Rob. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. 
Good, good times, Ron. Good times. No, but I mean, my, the house I grew up in was almost was uh, almost 200 years old. Um, no, we weren't the original owners. Um, just want to get that out there before somebody else says something. But uh, yeah, it was a nice house, big old farmhouse, man. It was it was cool. Looked like something out of a horror movie, but Did not until you got there though. Like American Gothic or some shit. It was it was you know it was a spooky fucking place to grow up, man. Middle of nowhere, big farmhouse, lots of stone fence. The only friend, the only friend he ever had. He drove crazy. We need to call Matt Fraser and pitch pitch him to pitch that guy who does American Gothic. The, the next season will be called American Gothic, the Rum House. Ooh, yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Presented by Metal Hand of God Podcast. And it's uh, by Matt Fraser. It's not there anymore. Caught fire. It burned down. Then we it's can a, build another one. I'm not, the, I'm yeah. not surprised it caught fire. No, it didn't catch fire because of the chandelier. It uh, was another reason. Lightning struck it four times in a row? No, Rum set it on fire. There, there was an accident there. See, I told you. I knew. <laughs> I but, knew. So we, we, built, we, we, we had another house built. Uh, on the property next to it. it you destroyed a 200-year-old house? I don't want to... <laughs> it was, you know, I have pictures. It's a good... It was a nice in, house. In a way, it's worse than setting cows on fire. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. at least the cow was probably only like... Well, that, that's what I'm telling you. The cow was on fire ran into the house. No, he, it didn't. It, that's, that's, that's false. But Because the, no, it's you, a, you set the cow on fire, you get steak. I didn't catch the cow on fire on purpose. I was trying to keep the bugs off. Because when when you're outside, they always tell you. Well, you don't you don't go outside very often, so you wouldn't know. When you're out in the woods, if you're getting covered in a lot of ticks and stuff, you're supposed to put diesel fuel on you, and it, it drop makes ticks drop off. So you, you're walking through there, and it keeps the bugs away, and you're not getting bit up with ticks. So I thought, well, fuck, the cows like swatting itself, and it was really buggy that summer. So I was like, fuck, I'll just put some diesel fuel on them. Rum. <laughs> What kind of horseshit survivalist training goes on in Pennsylvania? <laughs> that works, dude. There, there, there's more ways to like prevent insects than yeah, pouring, pouring an incredibly flammable liquid. Where are you going to find a virgin in the middle of fucking nowhere to sacrifice? You got to fucking cover yourself in diesel. Y'all didn't have like a Cracker Barrel or something, like dude? Cracker Barrel, really? Well, like you know, the original see, see, guy asked for Cracker Barrel. The, the original, the original, like Cracker Barrels, like like in the old West. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We didn't have anything, dude. That was like from. I, uh, I'm sorry. They used to call them. General, did you have a general store? There you go. No, not not where I was at. I'd have to go into West Sunbury to a general store, which would be from uh, Adams House to. Uh, Oh fuck! I don't know uh, the I don't know the airport. Okay, that's not too far. It is when you have no transportation but a bicycle. Hey, hey, you had that hoverboard. Don't give me no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hoverboard. My piece um, of country. <laughs> I actually don't think that would be. Uh, I mean, especially if it's not in the city, I don't think that would be that bad a ride on a bicycle. Uh, it was on a fucking mountain, dude. You had to go up and down mountains on dirt roads with boulders in the middle. Oh, for God's sake. Then maybe y'all should have lived in hospitable countryside. <laughs> I mean, my first time first time uh, friends of mine came out to my house that were from uh, an area called Newcastle, which 
it's a more inner city type area. We're like, he, yeah, he grew a beard by the time he got to your house. Well, he 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 pulls here. I hear the vehicle coming because I heard the music, you know. And there's it's not like a there's no no noise except for animal noises and noises of nature out where I was at. So I heard it coming down the road and coming down the road, and, and it drove past. I saw it, and you could and the road went in front of the property. I watched this vehicle go the whole way down, acres and acres and acres. And then it got towards the end of the pride and it stopped. I saw taillights and then backed up, turned around, came back and it found my driveway, pulled in. It was like, holy shit, I thought the fucking Indians were going to be coming out any second. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, it's just, you know, I'm out here, the country, because I'm simple folk. <laughs> you know, it was just me and the Amish kids. Uh huh. Except the Amish kids knew how to build things and not set cows on fire. I knew how to build shit. Yeah, uh huh. Shit. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, fires with cows. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, you know, what you do. And houses. Well, let's move on. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we we had a, uh, a comedy show Friday night. Yeah, I bombed. No, you didn't. Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> no, you had some funny stuff, man. Rum, do you hear this voice? No, you, you you're yeah. using Rum's lying voice. No, no, I, I promise you did. I, you I, I, lying voice. I did stuff. laugh. I did laugh. At Dude, you know, I know I bombed when I got off the stage. Uh, people came up to me and kind of gave me a slow like pat on the back, like it's okay, slugger. <laughs> what 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 part of it bombed? Give me give me, give me I, pretty give much me, all of it. And actually, at the end, like I had a few more jokes and i'm like eh, all right whatever <laughs> let's, just, let's just do this well maybe your humor is different when you're on stage trying maybe you're more of the chevy chase of humor maybe you just need to fall down a lot i'm pretty sure that's your form of humor <laughs> maybe you should stand up there and just wet yourself no, Adam, i swear dude I, I did laugh at some of the things you said <laughs> i wasn't being i'm not being you know you, give me give me an example of a joke give me an example of a joke um, Rom, you can't, you can't like displace jokes like that and just like, oh, I'm gonna tell, yeah, I'll just tell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, flashback. <laughs> That's not how they work, dude. No, I'm putting you in the moment right now. All right, now just close your eyes. Now you're there. People are like, ah, there's Reveille. Everybody's drinking, having a good time. All of a sudden, you say like, there's Reveille. He did because he's Is old. Is this the Boy Scouts? What? <laughs> anyway. Give me the joke. Give me something. Give me a topic. What was the topic? We're not remotely doing this, but I did bomb. And um, unfortunately, I felt like it kind of set the room down, and uh, Gina Gomez had to kind of back clean up. uh, So I felt bad for her. Like I I felt like I kind of let her down, but uh, it picked up as as the show went on. I think everybody. I tell you what, you're you're letting me down right now for not giving me a joke. I'm okay with that. No, but uh, but it picked up as the night got got on. Like it was a little bit of a rough start, and uh, yeah. that's good. They started late. And, it's uh, a decent crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had about I guess thirty, thirty five people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, so good. so so you bombed with a decent crowd. That's gotta suck. Yeah, it did. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for rubbing the salt into the wounds there, asshole. <laughs> that's okay. what you get about giving me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Go burn down another house. You sound like an old miser. That's how you get back. You, you, you're so bad. <laughs> Don't get picking some red beans. <laughs> it's fucking, uh, what's this cookie from the fucking Western? That's who I was trying to think of. Red uh, beans. Red beans. 
I got some good old beans here. Some, some... Anyway, <laughs> uh, Trey, Trey Romero did really well. And that dude, uh, you know, he's really we, funny. Well, he's also very educated about comedy. Um, no one likes a smart ass. <laughs> what? Keep on going, Adam. I, Cuddle bear, I'm at a loss. Hold you back. I'm at a loss for words. Um. Anyway, he's very he he's very uh he has very specific opinions about comedy and how it works and all that. Like he's got cool. He's got a little uh, more to him than just jokes, and uh, I was very nice. impressed. So he's got different layers. That's cool. You almost need that as a comedian, I would think. He's an onion. He's an onion. Yep, we peeled him open at the end of the night, and we had him for dinner. Oh, that's some. Oh yeah. Dumb party of four. Dumber party of four. <laughs> um. But yeah, he uh, he was supposed to be on this episode, but um, we we obviously we had to. Well, there was that, and we had to record late, and so you know. But we'll get him on soon. And uh, a lot of different changes. He also, um, we now have two stand ups who'd like us to book them places. Yeah, so, nice. Uh, you know, we haven't talked to him about this formally, but you know, I'm thinking maybe we should see about maybe him and Kyle just send the two of them on the road together. Yeah, that'd be cool. And if there's anybody else, any other stand-ups who listen to this, I know not. Are you thinking about just giving them cab fare and say go? No. <laughs> no, well, how they get there is up to them. We'll just book them places. <laughs> well, you're actually going to book them. I thought we yeah, 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 yeah. We'll hey, let's all get together and I'll leave. You know? So New Orleans into another place, you know? Right, right. Narnia. So we, um. I sent them through the wardrobe. <laughs> then, uh, we had James Cusimano. Yes. Um, and I feel like he's got uh, a few fans there now. Yeah, he does. He actually nice. does. That's pretty really nice. cool. He's a really nice dude too, man. He was uh, uh, he was talking to me and uh, he asked if uh, we wanted uh, some opinions on some um, promotion stuff. So I was like, yeah, because he books shows as well. So he's gonna hit me up and we're gonna talk some promotion for the next couple shows. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, like help with uh, there's, there's, like there's conversation, Adam. It's when it's when the grown-ups are talking. Oh really? How do you? How did you find out about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just wants he, you know to help do with promotion. That's all. Like what? Not no, I, I appreciate that. I was having a. I was actually having a long conversation with Adam about, and then probably shouldn't say this, but screw it. This is the kind of show we are. We were talking about um, putting on shows, not just us, but a lot of bands, because you know Adam, Adam, the engineer from Audio Entertainment. Yeah. Who, who does the sound? I'm, I'm telling really more of the audience than, than you guys because y'all have both met him. Um, but you know he deals a lot with with musicians and you know, a little bit comedians, really more because of us because he he mostly operates out of Metairie. We right. were just talking about like there's only so much you can do as a promoter unless you have money, you know. And right. like if you've got money, yeah, okay, the promoter can kind of handle everything. We don't. And most most promoter local promoters don't, so it's 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 important for us to do it, but it's also important for the acts to do it, you know. And oh yeah, dude, it's always important for the acts to do it. If the acts don't promote, it's like it's got to be a symbiotic relationship. We can't right? uh, we can't promote to your target audience. Whoever's following you is not following us, per se. So you need to promote your own shows. Right? I just want to point out how many large words were just used in less than a minute and a half. That's awesome. Pretty awesome, right? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, no, but uh, the, the, some of the like prima donnas will say stuff like, 
uh, well, they should have uh, spent some money and got, you know, bought some radio ads. And it's like, number one, if your target audience, like, like if it's a metal show, what radio station are we going to go to that's going to cater to our audience? Number two, radio ads are not cheap. Like, I mean, not locally anyway. Right. Not cheap at all. So unless you want us to keep all of the take. Like, it's not going to happen. I'm not, like, yeah, calling anybody you know, out. If you want us to pay y'all, well, that's fine, but, you know. It's a, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying, like, the shows that have done the best have usually been because the performers also. And I'm not saying, like, every day you got to be on it, you know, but. Every day you're shuffling. Oh, God. Anyway. But, uh, but no, we're just talking about that. And it's, it's just, it's, it's difficult to promote in this day and age unless you, you got capital. So, uh, anything somebody can do to help us or show us or, and, you know, and the thing is that bugs me is we're always quick to do that for other people. Um, I can, I can say this pretty easily. We do more to help other people promote their stuff that has nothing to do with us by at least a factor of 10 than anybody does for us. And we don't complain about it, but. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know it's true. We push for everything that's on our shows always. Always. A lot. We respect everybody who, who's doing what they're doing, you know, and it's, you know, it's just what we're here for to help out. <laughs> Being serious. Yeah, I know. It's true. You know, but... I, think, I think it's a good thing. Apparently Adam doesn't share that opinion. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I do not. He's like, fuck everybody. No, no, I'm just saying it's 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 a little frustrating. So yeah, if he wants to, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a lot frustrating actually, but I, I uh, it is what it is, dude. We also um, so after James Cusimano, Matt Owens, uh, who by the way, Which so, is great. so we had Matt Owens on the show. Uh, this was weeks ago now, huh? Oh, this was a long time. This was before uh, the show. With uh, Dry Socket, when we had the Dry Socket. Right, right, right. So this was at least a month and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we had him on the show, and I, for some reason, thought he was, like, younger than us. No, he's an old dude, man. Yeah, he's, well, I don't want to be, well, yeah, he is, but I, mean, I don't want to be. I mean, he's an older dude. Right, right. right. But when he showed up, I was talking to James Cusimano, I was like, yeah, I don't know when, uh, I don't know when Matt Owens is getting here, and he's like, he's like, oh, he just walked in, and the guy's to my right, and I was like, the guy who looks like Chris Elliott? <laughs> he does. He looks like Chris Elliott with a much better head of hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to be fair, he, he has bits about that where he talks. I don't want to reveal any of them, but he talks a little bit about who, the who people he, he like, resembles. Yeah. And uh, But funny. he had been watching the audience, and he was just like, all right, we're going to change this. So I don't want to – well, I guess we can talk about what he did because it's not a regular bit that he does. Uh, he's posting it online, though. Okay, well, I mean, it's not going to hurt anything, but he basically, he said, I'm going to, I've been watching you guys as an audience, and I think uh, you need to learn a few things. He's like, I'm going to teach y'all how to be a proper audience. And um, I was really impressed with it. He, uh, you know, we had talked to Ted Alexandro about experience, and I don't remember how long Matt Owens has been doing comedy. I don't even know if he told us, to tell you the truth, but. I think so. But you can tell that he's got experience because of the way he knows he has the confidence to know that you don't have to keep doing jokes every second and you can kind of let things breathe and stuff like that right, and just right, right, tell right. your story. 
Yeah, because some of the bits he had. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, there was one where he was laying on the ground, and I was like, on the floor. That was funny. And the the audience kind of looked at him like, well, "Wait, what? What? What you what you doing? Hold on. You're you're laying on the ground. Like, aren't you supposed to be making us laugh?" And he was like, "Nope, I'll get to it when I feel like it." It was awesome. So I was very <laughs> impressed with Matt Owens. I really thought uh, he he did something special. Uh, thankfully, he went on last because. I um I was try I, apparently shining uh, uh, the a stand up which um shining is when you you give them the spotlight like a little like flashlight to let them know that they only have a couple minutes left right to finish up and uh I had to give it to him like three times because apparently he didn't see it. <laughs> so which I I attribute more to me than than him uh so um but yeah uh, overall pretty good show and. I'm glad it went well. Uh, one thing that w- did make me laugh, and I don't want this to be a trend where we make fun of younger musicians, but uh, actually there's two things I want to talk about. So let me start with, so Royal T, the band, who I do want to start off by saying is very talented. Yeah. I think uh, when they start talking about the song that they're about to play, it's a little unnecessary and kind of annoying but the actual music sounded pretty good and a few people came up to us and was saying that we're saying that yeah they're a really good band however so they showed up super late well actually actually what they did i talked to the guitar player yesterday because i was like look dude what the hell happened to you guys right you know i specifically said everybody needs to be there for 8 30 Eight forty-five to nine o'clock. You and know, to be fair to them, the comedians didn't hear that either. So right, right. So what happened was they didn't hear it, and they they had sent me a message uh, earlier in the week saying, "Hey, we're playing after the comedians, right?" And I said, "Yeah." So I they assumed that it would be okay to come a little later because you know, so they could bring stuff in. So that's that was their like miscommunication and i'll be fair like, to them by saying they're very young they're very yeah. new and i was like but i said look next time just don't do that you know don't let it happen yeah okay because what happened was now again they're new and i don't think they've played twist before no most, that was their first time most musicians when they're playing twist come in the back with their equipment so they showed up late while I want to say I think Trey Romero was on stage. I think they came in. Yeah, after Trey was Trey was on us doing his set. Yeah. And this was like around eleven o'clock. So they come in through the front, and that'd be awkward. <laughs> the the bass player came in with his guitar strapped around, like not not in a case, like strapped around him as if he was playing through the uh, the ball. <laughs> and I looked at like there's a comedian on stage trying to keep people's attention, but I know all of a sudden like this kid walks through as if he's Slash, and <laughs> it was it was like what the, what are you what are you doing you know? And then they um they didn't make noise, but they were very busy. Like you could see them moving around behind the curtain and things like that. <laughs> it ended up it wasn't exactly a problem but it was distracting i get you yeah i can yeah. see where that well because it would be kind of weird because usually that area in front of the bar where they'd be rolling the stuff a lot of people walking back and forth there too so so you'd have to go through the crowd to get to the back anyway right you know, right and the back door is always open so right and i think somebody pointed that out to him by the because 
they took a very long time to set up. Like they were moving around literally through the entire performance. Yeah, they're they're uh the reason they took a little bit longer than normal is because uh the guitar cabinet's wheel fell off. Well, <laughs> it sucks. So they had to have it re put on and uh, Adam luckily went out there and helped them put it together because if not the amplifier wouldn't stand. So that was uh, some shoes. Right. Well, so there was there was a lot going on. Which, again, they're very young. Like, one of them was 17. And um, I'm guessing it, it was his mom. And I'm I'm just going to go out and talk shit because this woman pissed me off. It might she not be. Might, mad might, too. Huh? She kind of pissed me off, too. I don't know for a fact that this is his mom. This might just be a relative. But uh, there was a, uh, a woman who looked like she might be in her early 60s who was there. Who, as Matt Owens was playing, now bear in mind the entire audience is is paying attention to Matt Owens because he was he 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 had them in his palm for for oh, a yeah. good for a good portion of his set. This woman, like I'm in the back and I'm looking at the time and listening. This woman comes to the back and like leans in next to me and goes, "How many of these people are you going to put up there?" until the band goes on and when she said that like there's certain moments in your life where somebody says something that's so rude that you don't quite process it like it takes your brain a second to go to kind of figure out what's going on because i don't i mean i guess unless you're just a generally rude rude and abrasive person i don't assume people are going to walk up to me and be an asshole right and she so like as my brain's sort of like putting things together, I was like, well, Matt Owens, he's the, this guy's the last comedian. And she goes, okay. And she starts to walk off. And as, as she's turning around, my brain went, oh, this bitch just like fucking basically told me I need to get them off the stage because she wants to see the band. Basically. And I tried to catch her attention. I started yelling, ma'am, you know, but she, she walked off and I was like, I can make a scene right now. But I'm not going to. Like, it's not worth it. Like, what, what's it going to gain me? But um, if anyone knows that woman, if you want to tell her to go fuck herself, <laughs> please do. And if she'd like to come on the show, I'll tell her that on the air. Like, I couldn't – like, number one, the poster literally says – Four comics and yeah, one band. It's called Full Metal Comedy with special guests. It, it, it would be like if somebody went up to Lauren Michaels and was like, hey, you know that Saturday Night Live thing you have? Um, yeah, that's all good, but, uh, you know, that one musical performance that goes on for five minutes in the middle, that should really be the whole show. You know, like, it's, <laughs> like, I couldn't. Well, it's true I, when it comes to Saturday Night Live. It, kind of take, so. it, well, it, it, it takes a lot of that. nerve to do that, though. Well, I get it. She didn't want to be there, and she was only there for her kid or whatever. Then tell your kid you can't be in a band. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like don't that that is incredibly rude. Where you know, and and don't get me wrong. I also understand that the show went on late. But hey, well, guess what? The band there. showed up late too. Yeah, if they would have got there at the right time, maybe just maybe we would have got on the show a little bit early, and everybody would have been happy. So well, that's that, that's the thing. I mean, if they were running late and they had to take all the extra time to set up, which if you get there early and set it up, it's done. Correct. Well, it's also a thing where. When but. we have a when we have a bad show, which happens, it's not it's never really the performers, well, usually not the performers. It's often just like the crowds don't feel like coming out, 
But right. it, when when we have a bad show and the energy's low, if somebody's kind of an ass, you almost get it. But when we're having a good show and this one person decided she was going to be a bitch. You just want to punch him in the face and throw him out the back door. Right, I except if you. I would have hit her, she would have crumbled into dust because she was really fucking old. <laughs> and she shouldn't have been wearing what she was wearing. I wasn't paying attention to what she was wearing. But it was one of those young, the the older women that like to wear like the twenty year olds clothes. Oh really? Yeah. No, I was. Yeah, I'm like really. I was very annoyed with her. I was like, "What is your deal, baby?" Well, you should have said "baby" because then she'd have really been what? Like, no, I should I should have said "toots" because she would have gotten that reference because she's old. Should have said, "Look, really, let Cuddle Bear show you the way." It's not Cuddle Bear. Let me let Cuddle Bear show you the 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 back end of the door. It's heavy love. Oh, when I'm done with you, baby, you'll be telling people you fell down. Wait, did you just call him Heavy Love? I'm trying to help him with a new name. Yeah, Rom, fuck you. (laughs) Heavy Love. That's terrible, Rom. That's like Cuddle Bear. Same thing. It's not even close. It is. So apparently Rum's in a mood. (laughs) Squishy Kodiak. Anyway. (laughs) So that was the show. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, Gene and Eddie came later after the show was over. That was uh, nice. Well, no, they they had <laughs> they were at a um, a, a rap party, party for uh, the this TV show he was working on. And before you uh, ask, Rom, W R A P party. I know what a rap party is. Okay, thank you. So yeah, they were at a rap party for his uh, the TV show called Into the Badlands, which is coming out pretty soon on AMC. So there's a plug for that for Eddie. Cool. And a good plug, not one of those weird ones. Yeah, yeah, not a butt plug. I don't want those. It's hard to fart. <laughs> if you do it. I'll a, take your word for it, Rome. It's a dangerous projectile if you do. I'll take but it, was a, it, was, it was a fun night, all in all, mm-hmm. with everything. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Did you uh, happen to go to the ZES show, Adam? Um, I did not. I was going to. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get to either. Well, you had your anniversary. You'd I'd still like to see them play. I, I've yet to see them. I've seen a couple of YouTube clips. They're really stuff. fun, dude. They're a really good show. So, um, what I've seen, well, I like. I was planning on going, and uh, I got a call from Tim Laddie. Well, I know. I saw the pictures. You got you got caught well, up. Well, then why'd you ask if I went to the show? Well, no, but I thought you went after, is what I'm saying. No, actually, what's funny there. was I looked at Facebook when I got home, and I, I actually could have gone – to the show because it seemed like so you're a bad friend basically no no I, well i i assumed they were done like i didn't get <laughs> home till one thirty in the morning and they apparently right. went on at one thirty in the morning oh wow really right or maybe because i know they do a halfway point in the show so it's Man, possible they went on late that was crazy it's possible at the well i only know because ali said you know she was going back on but but she, again it might have been a halfway point in the show but Either way, they were on pretty late, but by that time, I was home, my feet were killing me, and I was, you know, I was, I'd already, like, got, gotten into my jammies, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not leaving, I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of jammies? Um, you know, pictures of, of Prince Charming and, uh, Sleeping Beauty, or <laughs> Prince, Prince Edward. Prince Valiant, right? Was I, I, uh, I, Prince I, Charles. 
I saw jammies one time that had like sushi all over them. They were pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. I, yeah. I think the ones I had on last night were uh, plaid. I didn't have any fancy. We should all wear jammies. We get. We have. You know what? We'll have a pajama party. A pajama jammy jam. A pajama jammy jam. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. We should set that up as a new show. Uh, we did pajama jammy jam. Get some uh, really good uh, uh, hip hop and rap performers. We'll do a pajama uh-huh. jam. Yeah, whenever you find well, if, up and rap performers, let us know. Well, if uh, if Hannibal ever ever answer a message, maybe we could do that. I think that'd be awesome. Fucking yeah! And you know what? Pajama Jammy Jam is lost on an entire generation of people. Right. So, <laughs> house party. Anyway, I think, I think we should do it. I think we should yeah. do a pajama. Right, we'll, we'll we'll add that to the the long list that we basically have to start writing things down that we're of things that we're doing. We do because we have an awful long list. Well, instead of going to the ZES show at Twist, Tim Laddie convinced me to go with him downtown. Which here's the thing. So as far as women. I want to meet a nice girl and go out on a date and something happens. Right. Cool. I'm not really a let's go out to the clubs and pick up chicks guy. I I mean, some of that's confident issues, but I'm just oh. really not that guy. I was never that kind of guy either. Uh, what, picking up really? chicks at bars? Really? Yeah, like, like yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've seen you do it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I was never like. It's not really what you want to do. Right, right, right. But he was like, uh, he had a he had a spare pass to the MechaCon, uh, which MechaCon at the end of the well, it goes on to like four in the four in the morning, and there's a rave. And uh, so he had a spare pass, and he was like, uh, "Come on out with me." Actually, let me let me do it. Come on, bro, MechaCon, bro. So much plus. Come on, bro. Bro, come on. So I was like, ah, I don't really want to do this, but... We're like, let's do it. Well, no, no. There was always reluctance, but it's one of those things where, uh, as a depressed person, I know that you have to force yourself to do things that you don't want to do. Like, right. I'm not I'm not currently, like, dealing with symptoms of depression, whether I'm depressed or not. It's kind of hard for me to say, because I'm always in sort of a weird malaise, but weird I'm not manage. really... Huh? Weird mayonnaise. Malaise, bro. Oh, I thought you had some there weird was, mayonnaise. There was, a, there was another big word, Rome. <laughs> anyway. It made your G podcast. Anyway, I'm not. Delicious bitches. Is, like, I'm, I haven't been really <laughs> introspective lately, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not depressed. I'm not really dealing with anything right now. So, but still, like, I, there's still those habits that you develop as, as a person with chronic depression where, you know, like, you sort of fight with yourself to go try new things. So I was like, eh, I, I don't want to, but just do it, you know, just put on some shoes and head out. So we went out to MechaCon, and I'd never been there before. Uh, Wayne, have you ever been to MechaCon? I have not. I have not. I, I really, we were thinking about going this, this year, but uh, we changed our minds, so. Um, how can I put this? I don't like to make fun of people for their hobbies. Do. Uh, I get that people think I'm weird because, you know, I read comic books. I get it. These people are fucking weird. 
It was <laughs> fucking weird. Can you if if you gathered up every person with a social anxiety disorder <laughs> besides me <laughs> in this city, they were there. Uh, in fact, at one point, like Laddie was wearing a polo. And he was hitting on women. He's like, bro, I don't know what's, what's what's the problem. And I looked at him and I said, well, dude, look around you. Like even like there were some very attractive people there. There were some very unattractive people there. There were mostly really unattractive people there, but there were some very attractive young ladies there. And I said, dude, even the hot ones are people with severe social disorders. Like these people. What? You're, you're kind of. Shut up. I'm I'm talking. Like these people only really associate with with other people who don't who they feel don't fit into society. Who dress up like Pikachu? Oh, those were the not scary ones. Right, that's um, what I'm saying. Though. There was the, the, a, the I see pictures of the Pokemon girls. The the Pokemon stuff, I don't get it, but like it's whatever, it's whatever. But uh, the people who are really into anime, I think they call themselves like otaku's or something like that. Those like oh my god, those people are really into it, and it just I kind of felt like like I think twenty minutes in I was like I'm pretty sure I have an STD and I haven't touched a single person here. I, I feel like this feels dirty. It's like the world of furries all over you. There were definitely furries, and that's probably one of the pictures you saw. And uh, it was just like in the, like some of those people. I'm sure they're mostly very nice, but. Good God, like, I was just like, what's going on? I told him, I said, dude, you're dressed like, you're dressed like a guy who's going to go play backgammon somewhere, and these people, like, Dungeons and Dragons is, is too mainstream for what they, they want to go do. Right, yeah. right, they, they're all, like, these fucking, like, Attack on Titan characters, and... Like, uh, Attack on Titan is at least somewhat mainstream. There were plenty of things there that I had no idea what was going on. Uh, one big thing that I, I've heard about, I think it's on Nickelodeon, called Steven Universe. Okay. I don't know if y'all have heard of that, but that was everywhere. I don't. I mean, look, nothing against these people, but no desire to ever do that again. Uh, but I did have a good time. Uh, <laughs> so there's some kind of Japanese candy called Pocky. Have y'all heard of this? Yeah, is it the the candy on the stick? Yeah, it's yeah. like little like graham cracker like, sticks with with or pretzels or something like that covered with chocolate or some kind of yeah, fuck. it's something yeah. like that. And it comes, it looks like a box of long cigarettes. Yeah, and apparently the otaku's are really into this stuff because he's like, "Bro, I got some pocky on me, dude. We're gonna get, we're gonna get laid." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Bro, you you don't know, bro. Pocky, dude. It's dude. It's like cocaine for these 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 bitches." And I'm like, uh, okay, so you're saying we're going to be two old men wandering around offering teenage <laughs> girls candy to get in our pants? What? That is awesome! <laughs> so he's walking around with Pocky, like a box of Pocky, and he's just like, what's up? Got some Pocky. Okay, if your child is into, like, anime and stuff like that, please make sure they know better than to take candy from strangers, because this shit did work. He actually, at one point, he just, uh, like, I, I told him, like, dude, you're wearing a polo, and, like, these people aren't going to respond to that. So he's like, all right, I got a Proto-Men t-shirt. So he puts on, like, a t-shirt for uh, this band called Proto-Men, and then puts on his baseball cap backwards, and he's walking around, and he's like, what's up? 
I'm a, I'm just another MechaCon kid. My parents don't understand me, so that's why I come to MechaCon. Want some Pocky? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it worked to some degree. So at some point, he was just trolling people. Like he like we walked into the video game room, and there's like kids playing Mortal Kombat X or something like that. And he's just like, "What's up, y'all? Play that game?" They're like, yeah. He's like, I like to play that game to, to like unwind because you know sometimes my parents they just don't understand. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, my parents just don't understand, you know. So I'm, just, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just another MechaCon kid like you. <laughs> I was like, dude, have you ever seen the movie Never Been Kissed? <laughs> That's so him. <laughs> I was like, dude, like I'm waiting for one of these kids to turn around and go, Nark. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then at some point it just evolved into him yelling, yo, Mechacon kid! <laughs> yo, Mechacon kid. And then, like, we're, we we finally go downstairs for the rave, and uh, Bagnetto was, and his new wife, Tammy, were meeting us out. Nice. I hope, I'm pretty sure her name's Tammy, I hope so, but they don't listen to this show, so either way. So so they, they, they wanted to come out and see the rave, because they'd never done the rave before, apparently. Uh, or maybe Bagnetto had, and she hadn't, but... So we're waiting, and there's, like, easily, like, a thousand kids piling in, like, in this line, and they start high-fiving each other in costume. They're just like, yeah, yeah, like, MechaCon, MechaCon, and Laddie's just standing there going, MechaCon, kid, I got Pocky. (laughs) 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 And they're like, yeah, MechaCon, kid, yeah. And I'm just laughing. I'm just like, you know. Oh, and then he kept doing this to me, which I, I can't stand. And he does it on purpose because he's a dick. Uh, we walk past like some weirdo or another, some some chicks. He would be like, "What's up? You met my friend Buck Adam." Now it doesn't matter if the girl was 14 or if she was 50. Like he'd just be like, "What's up? You met my, my friend Buck Adam." I was just like, "Oh, you dick!" And some of the girls would just like one of them. I swear to God, turn. And gave me a look like, ugh. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Believe me, I'm thinking the same thing. This this definitely reciprocation on that that emotion. <laughs> you judging me, like, well, you don't even want to know what I'm thinking about you. Anyway. <laughs> Mecha God Kid, yeah, Mecha God Kid. I'm going to start yelling at Adam. Like, <laughs> I, might, I might change his name on my phone from Risky Business to Mechacon Kid, yeah! Anyway. And next time I see him, I'll make sure I go find some of that Pocky somewhere and fucking say, hey, bro, I got some Pocky. You want some? Yeah, he, uh, then he, he will take you up on it. Uh, but we went into the rave. The uh, You know, Bagnetto showed up. Oh, this was good. So we went outside to meet them. I swear to God, there's five kids. One has a guitar, and they're singing Freebird. Oh, my God. I swear to God, I was like, that just happened. Oh, and then before the rave, there was this awful, awful J-pop band. J-pop? <laughs> yeah, Japanese pop. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, it was a little off, but that, that, that slang there, bro. Oh, okay. I just, well, I mean, I Sorry, Mechacon Kid. I, I didn't know. Mechacon Kid, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, so I walk into... Uh, we walk into the, the, the main, like, ballroom, and this J-pop band's playing, and they're all very pretty girls, but good God, were they awful? It was so bad. Like, there's, there's never been more evident how sexist our society is, where, like, you can have no talent whatsoever, 
and be super hot and or or even well in this case just vaguely hot you know and people are just like yeah you're awesome no they weren't they were terrible and as we were leaving one of them goes this next song is called i am the new black you know like the orange is the new black if you you know that show have you seen that show oranges do you get it I was like, what is I going on? I was like, what is going on? And then we saw two of them later and we were yelling like, hey, your band was awesome. And do you know this constant didn't even bother to look around like they were superstars? Either that or they knew they weren't awesome, so they assumed we were talking to somebody else. <laughs> Which actually that might be more likely. So uh well, they didn't speak English. Hey, now you're just being racist. That's just, hey, I don't know. There was a new black. So sorry. Rum, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. You haven't even like made a a whisper. Um, well, you told me not to talk, so I, I, I think <laughs> I, I <think> you're done. <laughs> oh, oh, he's been holding on to that the whole time. <laughs> so we went uh, we went to the rave for about an hour. I will say the rave was pretty awesome. However, I accidentally made fun of a retarded kid. Yeah. If y'all saw, there's a picture of me online right now of me posing with a kid in a really horrible Sonic the Hedgehog full body outfit. Uh, yes, I like that one because it so says Sonic Boom on it. Yeah, so the kid, we we had Laddie took the picture, and then the kid says something to me. I'm like, huh? He says it again. I'm like, uh, what? What? And then his mother slash handler says he was just saying thank you for taking the picture with him. And I was like, oh, my God, I just made fun of a retarded person. Oh, I feel horrible. I'm still posting this on Instagram, but I feel horrible. <laughs> I, I did participate in a dance-off. Yes! Unlike Rum, I put in some effort. <laughs> All right, Rum, you can talk now. Come on. <laughs> All right, we're doing this then. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I I think he's still mad because I told him to shut up. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, you know what? He might have just walked off to get a drink. That's possible, too. That's possible, too. Well, in any case, uh, no, I participated in the dance-off. Did you win the dance-off? There weren't really winners. Uh, the, like, a couple times during the night, this happened like four or five times, people would just form a circle and show off, and there was a bunch of like break dancers and stuff like that. And uh, so I walked in, like, threw my hands in the air, did the circle, and then threw myself on the ground and started doing sit-ups. And then jumped <laughs> up and went, oh, yeah! And then somebody high-fived me, believe it or not. That's fucking awesome. So uh, the rave actually was genuinely entertaining, but by that time I was super tired. I'm back. <laughs> and there he is, the rum guy, everybody. All right. Well, that was the end of the story anyway. But it was, it was, inter- it was interesting. I do not... Okay, if somebody wants to get me a pass next year on Saturday, I'll go to the rave. I don't want to be there for we we went. I think we got there at like six, and the rave went on, or maybe it was seven. And the rave went on at eleven. We were there till one. I mean, my feet were killing me. It just it, like I said, and I didn't know that many people there. I saw Robbie Musso, who's yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Yeah, Robbie. Uh, for you folks who don't know. Is well, he mostly designs Transformer toys, but occasionally he'll do a, a fill-in issue in the comic book series. Uh, I think he's done three or four of them, and uh, I could could be more. I know he's he did. Also, he's also done um, Speed Racer. He did Speed that. Racer, yeah, Speed Racer. 
Uh, and, um, uh, but one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He really is like genuine. And I, when I say nice guys, I don't mean like, you know, like Rum's a nice guy. Robbie is like little house on the prairie. Like he's not, he's like, really nice dude. Like at some point, like he's talking to us and we're doing what we do. And he gets like, I think at this point he's kind of used to us. But he gets a little flustered, like, uh, <laughs> these guys with their, you know, talking about giving somebody a pudding pop, you know, <laughs> like, like, oh, these guys, you know, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> he's like, thanks, guys, I'm leaving. But he's, he's a super nice guy, and uh, and he actually went to the rave for a little bit, you know. Um, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, was, we, we, still, we, we still need to talk to Robbie about getting our... Uh, Transformers done, man. I, I mentioned it to him, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, it's just just busy. I haven't forgotten about it." And I'm like, you know, and I told him, I was like, look, dude, we're we're looking to pay you. We're not, you know, but we we just want to we just want this to happen because look, the, I, I think we all have had a lifelong dream of being a Transformer at some point. Oh fuck yeah, dude. I mean, look, if it never happened at this point, you know, we've all been video game characters. We've been Phineas and Ferb characters. Jurassic Park fans. We've been, yeah, we've been uh, the the meals for Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> and there is an X Men print that that's Cody. actually probably the next thing we need to do is just put together some money and go to Ted and yeah, get this X Men one done. So, uh, cool. but I'm broke Have you right now. X Men? Huh? Have you picked your X Men? I'm Cyclops. None of y'all are Cyclops. I'm sorry. Because actually, when when we did the Capcom versus Marvel print, that was, I was first. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, ah, I want to be Cyclops, but it would be kind of cool to be Dante. And honestly, the Dante was the better choice because it's it's like I I use that that picture all the time as an avatar, and it fits. Know, yeah, and it, and let's be honest, it looks like something I'd wear. What about you, Wayne? What 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 X Men would you be? I don't really know. Like, uh, I lot. mean, there's it, it, so many fucking X-Men, dude. I mean, I guess we'd have to pick, like, a one that's more... I think Rum's got to be Wolverine. Yeah, Rum's Wolverine for sure, and I, I'd like to be probably Beast. Beast? Yeah. The, big but the only problem is, like, well, I guess it's not a problem. I guess we could sort of rearrange it. So, anyway... Uh, yeah, so we'll, I don't know, man. We'll, I don't we'll know who out. I would pick. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll figure all that out. Like, uh, hopefully before the end of the year, we'll we'll get that done. Yeah, but but Robbie's super nice guy, and uh, it was good seeing him. So nice. Uh, I think that's all my adventures for for the week. Um, I I I don't know if any of y'all saw Ant Man yet. Did y'all? Uh, I actually saw it yesterday. I saw it in the movie tavern on the North Shore, the dining theater. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, the theater or the movie? The thea- no, the theater. I watched the movie last. Okay. Night. Yeah. So now, bear in mind, well, for people who don't know. There's a trend going across the nation of like smaller theaters building. Basically, it's it's a dining theater where you get like this nice sort of uh, Al Bundy esque chair with a little like desk swivel so that you can eat, and they serve you food and they have a full menu. It's like combining chilies with a restaurant, huh? There's there's quite a few of them. We used to have one here called Cinema Grill. Right. Well, they're not, but they're they're somewhat limited. Like there's. There's two here. One's in New Orleans. One's in on the North Shore. They're building one in Baton Rouge. I know Orlando, the AMC theater at, at Downtown Disney, 
has a select number of 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 the rooms are are set up like that. Awesome. So it's still a regular theater, but there's like if you want to do the dine in, a certain number of the theaters have have it. Um, but it is why it is widespread across the nation. It's just not that many comparatively nice. to regular yeah. theaters. It's fine. So, so I'd never done one before, and uh, I was I will I'll say I'm really impressed with the setup, and I think. Anytime there's a big movie, like uh, we saw the trailer for Star Wars Force Awakens again, and I think that'll be the next time I do this. Um, So it's a big, full-size, very nice uh, leather or or pleather seat. Um, There's so much space that you don't have to worry about some kid kicking you in the back of the head. Nice. Um, It's a little more expensive, so less riffraff. You know, there was still one idiot towards the end of the movie who pulled out his cell phone. and But the nice thing was, all you could see was the blue reflecting off things, which was still distracting, but you couldn't see his cell phone because of the way the, the, the setup has with, oh, with all good. the space. Yeah. Um, the food, not great. It was okay. Um, I would probably, what, what, I, what I'd probably do if I go see Star Wars there is, I'll probably go eat somewhere else. And then when I get there, just order like a milkshake or a drink or something like that and just, you know, whatever. But I like the setup. It's it's a very, very, and honestly, they should have spent more money to get better food because it's so such a nice theater. Like, as soon as you walk in, you're just really impressed. There's a full bar uh, as you walk in. You never in. know, man. They, they, may, they may upgrade the food eventually, you know. Maybe, but... I don't know. I don't feel like this is a work in progress. I think this is just like they did what they need. They put spent all this money on making the place amazing, and then just kind of was like, "Oh, this is good enough." Because it is. It's 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 comparable to going to like some sort of like Applebee's or something like that. That that's the kind of level of food it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's 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 good for what it is then. Right. I mean, you're looking for a four star restaurant when you're going to go watch a movie. You're so. not, but you can do better than like lower end chain food. You know what I'm saying? It's quick. It's it's easy. We'll put you it know. to you this way: with the ticket, like I got a free birthday ticket, which is why I did it. But if I hadn't on that matinee on a Saturday, altogether I would have spent like thirty five dollars. So for that amount of money, a little bit better food. Would have, oh, and I don't think there's any drink refills, but they do give you a big ass drink. So, but you know, at some point, like like you start drinking, your food arrives, and you're like, oh, I'm almost done. But whatever, but I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that was kind of the setup. Um, but Ant-Man itself, I loved. Cool. Me too. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was great. It's got a very Guardians of the Galaxy sensibility to it. Yep. In that, um, I was explaining, I was talking to Fletch Boogie about it, and I was saying, I think what it comes down to is they kind of knew that Ant-Man is sort of a tough pill for mo- Don't say anything wrong. Uh, it's a tough pill for people to swallow, so they try to, like, wash it down with a healthy dose of humor. And it works. It works right. really good. I'm I will looking say, forward to seeing it. You actually, Rum, you, you would like this movie. I said I'm looking forward to seeing it. All right, but you don't <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, yeah, Rum, I think, uh, yeah, I really think you would dig it. Uh, it's, it's got enough humor and enough, uh, you know, action and stuff that you would... You, you would look past the whole I mean, out of the out of yeah. all the superhero movies, you said uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is there anything else that you could compare it to than Guardians? Um, it's I don't know. Uh, it's certainly got Iron Man elements in it. I, 
I like but it's I like kinda, Guardians. It's kind of on its own. It's not yeah. like Guardians in terms of story or anything like that. I'm just saying in terms of the tone of the movie. Tone like, of the movie. Like it's it's a dark it's sort of a dark movie with a lot of humor that keeps it lighthearted and fun. And overall, like the, the 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 movie's fun. Now I will say it's got a lot of heavy elements in it. Like the the theme recurring theme of the movie is fathers and daughters. And there's a lot of like scenes that are super emotionally heavy. And um Cool. But uh, I will say that I think, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure I've nailed down exactly why Edgar Wright walked off the movie. Um, and it's not the only reason it's not a spoiler is because Marvel, for some reason, decided they had to advertise this. There's an Avengers cameo in the movie that has a whole scene with uh, Falcon from Captain America Winter Soldier. And I like Anthony Mackie. I think he's great as the Falcon. Yeah. Um, but... He's got his small chunk of this movie where he and Ant-Man fight. There is literally no reason for that scene in this movie. The 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 impetus for it um, never really does anything. Like, there's no strong reason. It's basically they just wanted to uh, set something up for future Marvel movies. That right. Give it a moment to flex the uh, so to showcase the Ant Man powers against another superhero. Maybe he does that, but yeah. but at that point he'd already been doing it for, I mean not against a superhero, but he'd been doing it for what three quarters of the movie at that point. It was it's one of those scenes that the director wants to put in to build up a character's rep. No, it's yeah. not the director. So, Marvel, Marvel Marvel put it in there. I and um, I, I can almost guarantee you that's why that's in there. And you and when you see the movie, oh and bear in mind, Rome, if you do see it, make sure mm-hmm. to stay there's two post credit sequences. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. A lot of people left after the first one. Right, because there's one part in the like right after the main. There's a mid credit and a post credit. Yeah. After the okay. main credits are gone, like the like you know the big. The big characters' names, you know, after they go, right. there's a that, and then at the very end of everything, there's another one. And I, 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 I do think it's kind of funny. They made sure to make you wait until literally the last like second after the credits. Like it, there's no like, oh, it's towards the end. Let's just throw this in. No, no, you got to sit there for a good like five minutes waiting for this thing to come up. But um, but really, but, really fun, fun movie. No, Hawk. Um, you said Falcon. Hawk or Hawkeye? Falcon. Falcon. Oh, Falcon. Falcon is who he's fighting. Is he playing a big role in the next Avengers movie? Um, He will definitely be in the Avengers, but he's going to be one of the stars of Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that so, makes sense. And then Civil War is the next movie that's coming out. Right. So that was... So, I don't want to say any more than that. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting scene that actually kind of confused me. But, um, uh, but I yeah. I thought it was fun. Right, right. But... But yeah, I'm pretty sure Edgar Wright left because he didn't want to... Like, Marvel's been doing this, and I've said this many times about Captain America Winter Soldier. The main problem with that movie is that they grafted on this Winter Soldier storyline to a movie that's not really about that. And actually would have functioned much smoother. I I don't want to get into that, because this this is a long thing, but... Uh, But it's, it's almost a perfect movie, except for, like, the Winter Soldier stuff really feels like it's a different movie and it, it uh, should have been because i mean it, it didn't spend enough time i don't know on the well, exploits of that you're you're absolutely right and that's why i say it's basically two movies in one but the thing was at the time they were worried that chris evans wasn't going to re-up, re-up at captain america i'm 
not really even sure how that turned out. They haven't said much about it since, so I think he might be leaving soon. But they really wanted to introduce Bucky so that they would have that option. Now, I will say, and I actually wouldn't have a problem with this, even though I hate the storyline in the comics. Um, Right now, Falcon is the new Captain America in the comics. The Falcon in the comics is awful. He's an awful character. He's awfully designed. There's nothing good about that character. But they keep trying to force it on you for some reason. Um, so I could see if Chris Evans does leave, now they don't just have to go with Bucky as the new Captain America. They right. could, no, they they could say Falcon's the new Captain America. Right. And again, I, I like Anthony Mackie. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I don't understand how you can have I, – I, I just never did – how you can have a new Captain America. When If Captain America were to, say, die in the comic, mm-hmm. then they should just die in the comic. They should just die. You know what I'm saying? Because to try to have a new Captain America, because Captain America was a product of an experiment that, that came right. to be. But ultimately, and, it's it's a symbol. I look. I don't disagree with you. I think um, they try to do this in comics. Um, in some some comic characters, DC has far more success with this than Marvel ever will. But DC has legacy characters, like going from the Alan Scott Green Lantern to Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. Marvel hasn't had any, but um, but some characters can't be replaced. You can't have a new Superman. No. Uh, they've tr- I'm they, sure they, that's coming. Uh, they've tried. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. Uh, they've tried to replace Spider-Man several times, and they've created great characters. But ultimately, Bruce Wayne's always going to be Batman. Peter Parker's always going to be Spider-Man. You can't really change that out. And ultimately, Steve Rogers is always going to be Captain America. However, when you're talking about in terms of a movie, they can do one of two things. They can either do what the comics try to do. And bear in mind, by the time Captain America Civil War comes about, Steve Rogers is going to be Captain America again. There's no, no question about that. But they can do one of three things. They can either make Bucky the new Captain America in the movies. The uh, when when well, I'm saying when Chris, Chris Evans leaves, um, mm-hmm. they can make Falcon the new Captain America, or they can recast so that somebody replaces Chris Evans as Steve Rogers. To tell you the truth, I at this point I would kind of rather they they did something else than, than recast. Like they keep saying when Robert Downey Jr. is done, which is going to be very soon, or oh, we're just going to recast. That one's going to be a lot harder. I, I really don't think they'll be able to pull it off as much as they think they can. I um, think if, if for storyline for the movie, it would make more sense just because they were both the same time period that if Bucky became Captain America, that makes more sense to me. I guess. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to do one thing or the other. I don't right, I'm know. just, but I, that's that's my opinion. It just seems because they, they they were looking at their story. It, they were in from the same time frame, you know what I mean? They're they're they were so close, like bre- brothers. It wouldn't made it wouldn't be a hard transition, you know what I'm saying? Eh, I don't know. I don't actually like the the actor that plays Bucky. Like he, I'm not a fan Bucky. of his either. But I mean, story wise, it would make more sense. I guess so. I, I'm assuming that's actually what they're going to end up doing. But oh, they'll just in any ask. case. Well, whatever. But Winter Soldier was like a deeply flawed movie that could have been like it, it. Honestly, if they had just separated those into two movies, Winter Soldier would well, or Captain America two, whatever you would have called it, probably would still be the best Marvel movie they, they've ever done. 
Now, what about your thoughts on the new Fantastic Four? Uh, I mean, I just saw the trailer. Um, How does it look? It doesn't look like a Fantastic Four movie, even remotely. I genuinely hate the design of Doctor Doom in it. However, I think I'll probably enjoy the movie on a basic level. Okay. There's certain movies, like, look, Man of Steel, I didn't hate Man of Steel. I thought it was kind of entertaining. I don't ever want to see it again. I thought it was kind of entertaining. It's just that it's a horrible attempt at a, at a Superman movie. Same thing with the Transformers movies. The Transformers movies are not Transformers films, but they are entertaining, you know. And so certain movies you kind of have to go, I'm just going to view this as what it is. And right. I think Fantastic Four is going to be somewhat entertaining. So um, we're, we're thinking Fantastic Four is going to be a good movie, but not a good movie. I don't think it's going to be a good movie. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be what we're expecting from the comics, right? It's well, I can tell you for without a single doubt, there's no chance that it's going to be anything like the Fantastic Four from the comics. This is a much darker film. They don't like. They don't even give you. It's it's honestly, in a way, it's similar to Man of Steel in that the color palette is so dark that you kind of wonder what they were thinking. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a Dark Knight color, you know, like that gray-blue tones. Yeah. And, yeah, it's very, very dark. Okay. But I'll go see it. Man, uh, Batman versus Superman, I'm still 100% not seeing. And I think I've decided that I'm not going to go see uh, Suicide Squad because I just, uh, uh, you know, ghetto emo Joker, just no. Like, I, I, I am not a fan of the Joker style at all, but I will go see both those movies. A lot of people agree with you. And look, you, you might really like that movie, but I've said many times, not seeing it. I'm not interested in it, and I'm not think, giving it my money. I think the one, the the what I saw from the uh, trailer, uh, you're, you're, what seems to be the driving force to this movie, character-wise, is Harley Quinn. Uh, she's definitely going to be a star. I mean, but uh, every, there was, I mean, multiple, multiple, multiple scenes with her in it in I, just the trailer. I have yet to see a trailer for it. Oh, really? No, don't you type it in. Yeah, it, the it's, trailer's really interesting, um, and I really like how her character is portrayed. I mean, it seems to be, you know, I could get behind that. I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless you. We all could. Uh-huh. Uh, but the... Um, I'd, I'd look, I'd even tag team with y'all. That's, that's about, <laughs> that's about I, it. I, I, Will Smith is in that. Well, Will Smith is actually going to be the star of the movie, but... Which makes no sense, because in the trailer that I saw, he was in it two... Like, there was just two scenes with him in his face. No, nah, he's, he's in more... Well, trust me, he's going to he's gonna be the leader of the, of the team. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about that trailer. It tells you everything you need to know about the movie, because... And I've said this before. I didn't actually. I, uh, I didn't actually think that the Joker was going to be in this movie, and there's a very simple reason for it. You watching that trailer, and it's kind of is what it is, and it's kind of what I expected. And I'm like, oh, this is okay, you know. And then Jared Leto's Joker pops up, and everything stops. You're no longer thinking about anything else in that movie but the Joker. Uh, which has one or two effects. If you really like that design, 
you're like, oh, cool, I can't wait to see this. If you hate that design, you've instantly decided, I'm done with this movie. Right. Guess no. what a lot of people are feeling? Now, there are some people who like it. A lot of people hate that design, and it's it really is dumb. Like the, now, the, the uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your No, saying. no, no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, though, like, this is supposed to be a movie about the Suicide Squad, but... The second you put the Joker into it, oh, and there's very likely, because there's a short shot that seems to be the Ben Affleck Batman, so mm-hmm. there's a very likely possibility that Batman shows up in this movie as well, which, again, kind of takes you out of the part where it's supposed to be Suicide Squad. Well, here's here's a, a question. Uh, the, you guys have watched The Arrow, right? I uh, I've seen one, one episode. I, I watched Flash, though. I've seen a bunch of it, but I haven't finished it, so... Um. You have, so you haven't seen the uh, uh, last season of the Arrow? No. Okay. Uh, um, so the last episode of the last. Well, season. Not not giving anything away, really. But there's just going to be one part I'm going to tie into what we just talked about. Okay. Um, there is all all these uh, criminals that um, all of these other superheroes have captured are all sent to basically like a supermax. It's like on an island. And they're dropped down into. Oh uh, yeah, I think they they are doing Suicide Squad and Arrow, if that's what you're asking. Yes, because they're, they're they go uh, uh, and they they need to stop this this evil, right? So they need something equally evil that they can destroy it with, that they can control, because they're all chipped. And um, so there's the one scene, and it was like I don't know what what are we gonna call ourselves? And said, so, well, we're all running out, you know, they're 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 running out, they're gonna maybe a mission they're not coming back from. And the and the one guy says, "We're the Suicide Squad," and they just leave it at that. So that's what they've named themselves as they walk out of this prison. I'm like, "They're the Suicide Squad," or is this the same thing, just with different? Yeah. Um, so the Suicide Squad concept is uh, basically this this uh, black ops chick named Amanda Waller takes like criminals from from prison, like with specialized skills, usually supervillains. I think and, that's the character that's in Arrow too. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, she is. Okay. And they um, essentially, and she's all, there's also a different actress playing her in um, in the movie. So she runs this program called Task Force X, which which does that. They they take these criminals and they're like, look, we'll put you on this mission. If you survive, you're free, it, but you're expendable. It's it was literally the expendables before, you know, whatever. Right. Um, well, not literally, whatever. I get you. Um, so the nickname for it is the Suicide Squad because that's what it is. It's you know like they're expendable. Um, DC or rather Warner Brothers has this weird thing where they decided they don't want to do a shared universe with TV and movies, which is fine. But instead of going okay, we've got the Green Arrow and the Flash on television, so we can't really use them in the in the movies. They go, oh, no, we'll have simultaneously a Green Arrow and a Flash in the movies and on TV, which is really confusing. So yeah. they do the, they're do they doing the same thing with the Suicide Squad. But to be fair, there's not going to be a Suicide Squad TV show. No. They're just no, going to have – but they've also had, like in the cartoons and stuff, they've had Suicide Squad pop up. This isn't, this isn't anything new. And I, I, I want to say there's been one other – Thing they did, but but in the movie it seems like this squad that she's creating is the first, 
and it seems like this in the, in the, in the show, show yeah is the, it's just completely different cat. I mean, inside the the prison right now, it's, there's a. Do you have to a, think of it like the difference? Like like in the comics, there's a Suicide Squad. In the movie, there's going to be a Suicide Squad. I'm it's the same of, thing. It's two different ringleader. universes. Yeah, the the ringleader is uh, in the TV show is I think uh, uh, Bullseye. D- uh, Deadshot. No dead. No Deadshot's the. Uh, isn't Deadshot the one with the mask that's two different colors, red and black? Yeah, well, okay, that, it's probably he's not, not Bullseye because that's a Marvel character. Well, what's the what's the um, what's the one he never misses? He's got a cybernetic eye. That's Deadshot. Okay, that's Deadshot. No, 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 that's not Deadshot. Deadshot doesn't have the cybernetic eye. Yes, he does. Which one? Well, he doesn't wear a mask. Are you talking about Deathstroke? Oh, yeah, he's probably talking about Deathstroke. Deathstroke is not. He's down in the prison, but he's in a separate cell because he's nuts. Um, Deadshot is known for like never missing in the DC. Never, he's like a, he's just an assassin. He doesn't wear a fancy right. getup. He just has this. In, in the in the movie, Will Smith is Deadshot, and he occasionally wears a mask, but mostly you see him without the mask. Okay. In the, so in the comics, Deadshot is almost always wearing his mask, and okay, he doesn't so he, have, he doesn't have a robot eye, but he's got like a little targeting thing that okay, this, sometimes uses. In the Flash, he has this red glass, basically a steampunk thing he puts on his face. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see that episode, but yeah. So. Okay. So basically, okay, that part's the same. They're both dead shot, running the Suicide Squad. So I was just making sure, trying to tie in the. Well, I'll tell you, if you cast. really want to see a good Suicide Squad story, check out Batman Assault on Arkham, the the cartoon movie. Okay. Really, really adult, honestly, and I, I'm really curious if they use any of the elements of that movie for, for this movie, because, um, in the in the assault on Arkham, the idea is that uh, they put the Suicide Squad together to go infiltrate Arkham and kill one of the one of the inmates, and then there's the subplot with the Joker and Batman that's sort of the B story and Joker ultimately ends up being the villain of the story, but, okay. um, but he's not the main character. So I'm wondering, I mean, I don't think it'll be a carbon copy, but I'm wondering if there's going to be any elements of this that, that play into that. Oh, that's interesting. I guess watch the movie and then go back and watch that. And you could really see that'd be cool. Well, all assault on Arkham really is awesome. It, it I'll really have to check that awesome. out. So, all right. Nice. Well, how long have we been recording? Hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we should uh, we should end that there. Unless uh, y'all have anything that y'all want to... Uh, the only thing I left out to say about movies is don't watch Paul Blart 2. It's terrible. Why did you see Paul Blart 2? Because uh, it was at Redbox and it was a dollar, so I felt like I needed to see Oh, something. it's already in Redbox? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So it was a buck, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go see how bad it is. And yeah, it's pretty fucking terrible. Wow! Not even a not even a little laugh out of me at all. What what I had to talk about, I can say it till next time, so it's no big deal. Sure, sure. Yep, yep, absolutely. Not a problem. All right. Well, well, I guess that that'll do it for the MHRG podcast. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us on this wild and crazy ride. Hope you all learned something about the Suicide Squad and comics for the last half hour. And yes. like very large words that we said all through the beginning of the show. Yes. Yeah. Look them up. Challenge yourself. <laughs> right. And oh. and don't ever make fun of retarded people because it's That's true. Right. You never and, know. And, and what type of candy do you need? Pocky. Pocky. Make a guy, yeah. Make a guy, Make a guy, yeah. Pocky, yo. All right. I'll call him with that right now. <laughs>
And uh, not there. I was your host, Wade. Apparently, I'm Cuddlebear. And I'm Rum. And remember to keep it fucking.